Hello and welcome to Too True. It is Gina and Rachel here, friends from way back, speaking our truth. We are so glad that you have joined us today. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Gina. Hi, everyone. How are you guys doing today? Uh, hopefully good, right? <laughs> no, I hope so. <laughs> How are you doing, my love? I'm I'm good and and not the best, but um I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good handling the things of life. <laughs> right. I know. I don't even know what day this is. Like it's like what, three months? Four yeah. months? March, April, May, June. My goodness, July will be four months. Um that we're in this uh quarantine right this uh, oh my goodness and who knows right like because there's outbreaks occurring everywhere well not everywhere but in certain places yeah no it's definitely taking on another level mm, yeah but level we're yeah but we're hanging in there right girl we're, we're we're trying to stay positive yeah trying to make plans trying to do normal things as mm-hmm. much as we can control to like you know, get out there to do certain things. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Just have some goals that like recording a podcast. It seems not so hard, but (laughs) days go by and we're like, I know roadblocks and, you know, it's just, um, not always easy to, you know, even execute the plans that we have. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I have, I have some interesting plans coming up. Oh, tell me, girl, what's going on? I know, you know, but I guess <laughs> if I say it out loud, it's going to be like, it's got to really happen. So, to, to the Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, just a lot of, um, I don't know, vanity. What are, what are you going to say? Me, vanity, yes. Here it is. Oh, whatever. Um, something that. I love and hate all at the same time, but, uh, yeah, I've been a redhead for 15 years mm. before that. I was a blonde for Oof. 15 years, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I've been coloring my hair since I was 12 years old. So <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And have so you been every, have you been like every color that you could think of? Uh, I've never been pink or like blue, oh. but I was green one time when <gasps> I messed up. Oh, oh, girl. I think everybody's been green at one point. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I called my sister-in-law and I was like, what do I do? And she uh-huh. said her, uh, her guy that does hair. And from then on, I was red. So nice. it's been a good, a good run. And uh, I get asked, what's my hair color all the time? My real hair color. And um, honestly, and here it is, guys. It's, it's really silver now. Like I am, <laughs> I am on my way. <laughs> she really is. It's not a lie, y'all. I've seen her. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm like, girl, <laughs> that gray is coming on strong. <laughs> Here it is. It's shiny. It's bright. And I think, I'm, I think, no, I have plans. I made an appointment mm-hmm. with my girl, Lexi. She is an amazing artist with color. And she, she did my color for a long time. Um, when I, when I wasn't doing it, you know, it's good to go to a professional, uh, not always do it on your own. And, uh, anyways, I asked her to see if she can make me silver because so guys, I'm going silver. I'm going to have this like silver locks (laughs) of long hair. (laughs) I am so, I can't wait. Cause I'll be honest. I've, I've 
I've dreamt about that. I dreamt, but I've thought of that before. Like I was like, oh, because I've seen it, and it looks when it's professionally done, it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. And you have that hair too. That it just like you're gray now. That's growing in. It, it, yeah, it's growing in so nicely. It's pretty. It's really pretty, and yeah. it's just gonna be like ribbons of white. And wow. I, it's just in my family. My dad has beautiful silver hair. His okay. dad beautiful silver hair and uh long hair my great grandmother on my mom's she had this long hair she would keep in a bun and she'd let it down she was in her 80s and she, mm. i could brush it i don't know that sounds i don't know i just want to you know give a nod to my to my roots <laughs> literally yes girl i think that's awesome I think yeah that's outrageous i i'm trying to well i my hair grows really fast. I'm very fortunate. I have amazing hair. And I think if I transition through this now, I can keep it healthy and, and popping. So yes, I'm yes. on my way. I leave tomorrow because uh, my girl Lexi is not in town. I got to go drive to her and I'm going to spend a couple days by her so that it's going to take like two days to do this the right way. Mm -hmm. I know. Like a, it's like a nine hour thing. And, uh, Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous now that I'm talking about it. I'm going to get jitters in my head. <laughs> I'm 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 excited for you, Rachel. I I think yeah. it's going to look beautiful on you because you do have you do have great hair and the way it's growing in is yeah. just is beautiful. You know, like it's very natural. Um yeah. you know, I I I haven't been and it's nice because you're not you know, you're at a point where you're like, "You know what? I want to take a break in putting these chemicals in my hair. Yeah. Once you do this, you don't have to, you know, you have to keep up with your roots because it, your hair grows so fast. Yeah. I pretty much oh. have to color. Ideally it would be every two and a half weeks. So oh. Oh, that's insane. it's amazing how healthy the hair, my hair has stayed through me doing all that. But, mm -hmm. um, I'm really excited and guys, honestly, I don't, don't laugh at me. You can laugh at me if you want. I, in my morning <laughs> prayer meditation, I was like talking to God about my silver hair. And I was like, why are you giving this to me now? Do you have more? Like, <laughs> are we doing this now? Because if we are, I'm oh, okay with it. And yeah. I will embrace it. And oh, if, I love it. If you want to give me that silver, you want to give me the gray. I'm, I'm really ready to be so authentically me mm. and experience what it is like. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to love it. And yeah. Yeah. so literally I've been meditating on it. I've been praying on it. My husband is in full support. My kids, uh -huh. my cousins, my, it's just been neat. It's been a neat time. So yeah. So, yeah um, I, I know I, I am so excited for you. And I, I think it's, it's courageous of you, but I also think more than anything, it's adventurous, you know, and, and, yeah. and you I know what? It. Yeah. If it doesn't work out the way you want to, girl, you can listen. A lot of them turn the gray into like these pink hues, like a like a, uh, like a tint that is beautiful. So, girl, that's the, the it's beauty. It's gonna be fun. It's yes. gonna be fun. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Like, we still want to be fun and adventurous and do things. And so, this is something that you you're able to do. And I'm like, girl, do it. And you're gonna rock it. And I can't wait. For you to send me pictures. Like, I'm just like. I'm excited. <laughs> I wish I was there with you. Oh, you my know? gosh. That would be fun. It would be so yeah. like, it's like, yeah. 
I know it's not as permanent as getting a tattoo, but my hair is a big part of me. And so this is a big change into another part of me. And um, I've embraced all of them pretty well. I I didn't plan for the red to happen that time. And then I was like, oh, this is, this is great. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm planning to, to go into this with a, I should like beat it, beat it to the punch or something, you know, just kind of like, just go for it. I'm going for it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, I sometimes, I just think it's going to be really flattering. Sometimes I put the red on and it's pretty harsh for a couple of days and I don't even want to go anywhere because it's so bright. It's so bright. Yeah. I feel like it ages me already. Yeah. So, you know, I'm 45, very mm-hmm. young to be all silver, but it's also a trend right now. I think it's really fun. So yeah. since it's on trend, what has been like last two years, and I've honestly been like researching on it for and following all of these hairdressers that do this. And so... Mm-hmm. I really believe in my girl Lexi and uh, yeah, this is what's going to happen this week. So, oh, I'm excited. So you're like, this is like in two days. Okay, girl. I'll be be praying for you, girl. Will you? That'd be (laughs) so nice. I'm going to pray that she does an amazing job. It's going to look good anyways, Rachel. You're, you're really beautiful. And I've seen you with the blonde. I've seen you with the red i didn't see you when you had your green mistake but i imagine it probably would have looked good too you know what i mean like you always look good like it looks good on you so i just feel like oh my goodness this is gonna look fantastic well here's my here's my like little pressure is wednesday morning at 11 i've been asked to speak at a virtual uh camp so i'm gonna have my debut like (laughs) (laughs) with all these kids i'm like yeah and i'm a little Am I going to look old? I might. And that's okay. But like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm kind of like, yeah. I hope I don't distract my own self in my Zoom call. I'm going to have to cover my face <laughs> with post-it. Oh my goodness. Stop. Oh, that's going to be exciting. You know, yeah. that'll be good. I think that'll help you with, cause you know, when you first, like you said, when you first dye your hair, it's always such a shock. Yes. So I mm-hmm. think that's going to help you to get over that shock. Yeah. It really is, you know, and with kids, right? You know, and so, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's middle school and high schoolers. Oof, so. oof, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. hopefully good. when they're honest. But you know what? My topic is amazing, and it's something I'm really passionate about. So I don't think they'll even notice me because the words I'm going to say are just like really great, and you know, truly from God. And I hope it, you know, will help them. So, yeah. 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 What are you, what are you talking head. about? What are you going to be speaking about? Uh, my topic is um, thriving. Um, and my friend Robbie, he's in charge of it. He told me I could pick, you know, whatever I ver- verse I wanted with that. So I was thinking of how, um, what's helping me thrive now. In mm. Yeah. Oh, we need that. So good. Yeah. And so I actually was suffering for a bit and I went and visited my sister and when I left, she sent me a prayer that her ministry team sent her and her husband to do at the beginning mm-hmm. of quarantine. And uh, it's like a 500-year-old prayer um, created by um, a pastor. And it is such a helpful prayer. It's like a, it helps you in the 24-hour periods of time. Um, so You need to send it to me. Yeah, it's, yes, I will. Because 
it, it tells you like to pick the same time every day. So I pick the mornings and it's really cool because it is, it asks you about in the last 24 hours, what were you feeling? Was it joy? Was it pain? Was it uh, grief? Was it nervousness? And mm-hmm. so I'm able to remember yesterday and deal with that from yesterday and tackle it with God. And then oh, wow. joy too. I'm able to be so grateful for like my time with my kids and, you know, hugs. And it's like, can be so simple and then can be so profound. And then it leads you, it's like that five steps to it. And then it leads you to tomorrow. What are you um, thinking about tomorrow? What feelings are you having? Are you eagerly anticipating something? Is there something that is, um, stressing you out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so simple in simple terms. Mm. I'm just able to do it and I'll be outside for like uh, 30 minutes, sometimes an hour. One time it even rained on me and I just sat there in the rain. It felt so cool. Oh, that is, oh, yes, come on. Yeah. I feel like that's God pouring into you, you know? It was neat. I was like, I should run inside. And I was like, why? Why yeah. should I run inside? I'm going to sit and feel this. And yeah. until the lightning came, I stayed out there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got to be. That was your sign. You're like, okay. I was like, was- I hear you. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, Uh-oh. send me that. Yeah, I'm going to touch on that with um, the students because... It helped me, you know, I'm living in a home that I don't really have control of everything that goes on. Like if I was running my own house and I kind of really can relate to the teenagers right now, they are Mm -hmm. living in homes that they don't really have control of the Mm -hmm. environment. And what can we control is ourselves and be, you know, have a vibe of peace and maturity and Mm -hmm. clarity and not just be so stressed from Because what was happening to me is I was taking so many days of stress and I was getting confused. Why am I stressed? And it just was becoming a big thing. Mm. And now it's smaller because I'm handling it every 24 hours. Oh, that's so good. You're you're aware of that. Yeah. God has really been revealing some cool stuff to me, too. He get he's gotten some deep moments out of me and some stuff has been, you know, a little lighter and stuff. Just watching yeah. butterflies and having a staring competition with a squirrel. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> oh Isn't that funny how they do that? That's crazy. You know, like, you're like, are you going to attack me in a second? <laughs> like, you're looking at me so seriously. I know, oh, right? Goodness. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, That's so I, I told him, I was like, I could stare at you longer, but he actually won. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that's, oh, that's going to be so great. Uh, that's going to be. They need to hear that, yeah. especially because yeah. it's got to be really hard for teenagers to uh, be thriving in this kind of situation. They want to be with their friends. They want to go out and they're limited because things are not open like the movie theaters, yeah. and the malls, the way they are supposed to be open, you know, so it's, it's crazy. Hard. Yeah. They need encouragement. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It gets like, it's such a drag. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, so exciting things mixed with like really really sad things too. Um, mm. this week we, um, mm, uh, one of Lewis's aunts, one of our favorites, mm. she's everyone's favorite or Dia Coco. She, she passed away of COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, in, Orla- in Orlando. And mm-hmm. we, 
three three of our family members got sick, and all three of them were in the hospital. But Tia Coco, you know, wow, it, it, it's so heartbreaking. I can't even like, yeah, it, like my stomach hurts right now thinking about it. Yeah, um, yeah. it's so, so. The three of them, the three of them got sick with COVID. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I'm living, you know, with my family and it's, um, my grandmother-in-law's sister that passed mm. and, uh, just sitting beside her, holding her and wow, mm. it's, it's bonding. It really is. Mm. Mm. Um, but the heartbreak is so tremendous and, it's real. you know, culturally we all gather. Yeah. I mean, he, just humanly, we all gather. Um, yeah. But I've I've had experienced so much um, times of death with with this side of the family, um, in in our in our marriage, and it's just like I know the rhythm of the family, and by us not being able to gather, and we're trying to at all costs protect everyone in our house. So mm. people are begging to come from, you know, out of state and stuff to comfort. And it's oh, wow. really weird because we're having to like be feels mean, but we're like, no, like this can only be our one case. We cannot have more. Yeah. And wow. so we have to get a little fierce and it's freaky because we want to comfort each other and, you know, oh my gosh. So it's, it's, oh, it's been a time. It's been a, it's time. a weird right now to to be able to go through that and not um i mean you're grieving but not to be comforted the way um you would typically be comforted you know yeah and it's so strange because well i'll just share with our community is that the day before this happened gene and i were going to meet up and we mm. were going to talk about grief yeah because already we both feel like we have a lot of tools to share for how to deal with things and stuff like that. And then yeah. um, the day got complicated. We scheduled the very next day and that's when the ball dropped in the morning and uh, whoa. Yeah. Wow, we just couldn't meet till today cause mm. it was just too much. We got to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you being there for her because that, that, that was her sister that she lost, you know, it's, it's, it's important that you do that, you know, um, cause griefing, you know, when you grieve, it's so hard, you know, when, when you, especially when you lose somebody, you know, and, um, and everybody, you know, grieves differently. Um, some people do want that comfort. And like you said, you know, the rhythm of, oh, of that family. family. Yeah, that's true. You know, mm -hmm. you know, their rhythm. And so, you know, what, what, what's important to them and what they need at that moment during that time, mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, you know, everybody does it differently. You know, I remember when, when my mom passed away, which, uh, you know, July 2nd will be 12 years. Um, wow. yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, I'll definitely, you know, time is such a, one of the greatest healers, obviously, because it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not, the way I was when I, when she first passed away, um, thank God. But, um, you know, there's so many different things that, you know, that you go through that you feel, um, during that time. Um, 
And, uh, you know, it, it's so hard because if you're not aware of that, uh, you kind of feel like you're going crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I've mentioned this before to people. I felt like I was losing my mind yeah. uh, when my mom passed away because I felt such emotions. And, you know, there's the, they, they, they have this, they're called five stages of, of, you know, of grief. Um, I've experienced all of them, but I experienced them in, in different ways. Like I, you know, there's like a list and there's an order supposedly that goes with it, but yeah, I didn't go in that order. You know, you, I remember from, you said you didn't No, I didn't. I, I didn't experience it in that order. I, and that's why my point is that everyone is so different. See, for me, um, when, when I lost my mother, I had, I was, it was the first reaction was like, I was shocked and I was in denial. Like this, this, this really didn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. this is uh, like a lie. I'm dreaming. I'm having a nightmare. This really didn't happen. Um, and then for me was like, the next step was the bargaining. Like, well, what if we did this differently? What if we did that differently? You know, and which is, you know, if, if you're not aware of those emotions, um, it's very dangerous because the what if can turn into guilt. Yeah. Um, or for me, it didn't turn into guilt. It turned into anger. Um, and I was angry and I stayed angry for a long, long time. Um, and so, you know, it's important that you, that you are aware, like you said, the rhythm of that family, because for me, I didn't want it. I did not want to be comforted by people. Hmm. I was the total opposite. I wanted to be, I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to be near my father and my sisters, but that was it. Yeah. That was it. And of course my husband and my children, but that was it. And people were, were coming over and I was so irritated with everybody. I was like, can you get out of here? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, and I, you know, and at that moment I didn't understand I knew, you know, yeah, they wanted to come for me, but I, that's not what I was thinking about. Yeah. I was thinking like, I'm hurting. I don't want you in my space. Yeah. Get out of here. Like, you want you know, to be real and them being there maybe was blocking you from crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is so, yes, that is exactly what that was. And so, you know, but if I had, and so the next, you know, I want to kind of like talk about these different stages. So I did the anger and then, but I was angry for such a long time. Oh, it was such a long time. I stayed there uh, for a very long time. And then depression kicked in. Do you think, how long is long? Like, was it a couple weeks or was it months? Uh, oh, it was, more? it was a long time. Yeah. It was, I was angry for a year. Yeah. And you can't really set a time for that. No. You know, every, everybody's case is different. Everybody's situations, everybody's feelings, everybody. The way they process things is different. But for me, I stayed in that place. Um, I don't know, because I I didn't. And that's the thing that I want to talk about is that um, I didn't take care of myself. I didn't handle it the way I should have. I didn't do things that I should have to help me grieve in a better space and in a better place, you know? Yeah. And it was hard because I was just dealing with my emotions. I didn't care to do any of that. Um, But I wish I would have known. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know that there were stages of grief. Um, 
And so I feel like if I was more aware of those emotions, I could have dealt with it better. Um, Cause I was girl, I was mad at everybody. I was mad at my husband. He didn't, he didn't do anything. Poor guy. Like, and he was so patient with me. Like, that's the thing I, I love about him. He was so patient and he understood. So he never got, he never questioned. He never got frustrated with, with my attitude or my behavior or my, you know, moments where I just would walk out of the room and mm, was so angry. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I would just leave him and the kids mm. and go in my own place, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I, and I, I mean, I was, I was, ang- I was angry at the church. Oh, I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want to see anybody at church. People at church would try to come and come for me. I was like, y'all like, don't talk to me. Like, you don't know yeah. what I'm dealing with, you know? Yeah. And that's crazy because other people have experienced loss. But, but it's unique to you. Like, that's what you were, you know, feeling. And I think it's yeah. it's good for us to be aware of that. I'm glad you're bringing it up because yeah. that's kind of a, you know, big deal to not assume that we know. Yeah, 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 no. I mean, I had no clue. Um, I've never dealt with uh, loss like that. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I want to say that that's probably the, the first time that I've ever um, lost somebody. Um, I mean, I had a cousin, you know, um, that passed away. Um, but my mother was, that's, you know, that's your mother. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know loss is loss. Right. But for me, I was extremely like my mother was, um, she held us together. She was the glue. She was the, 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 the queen. She was like everything like, um, there's a name for it and I can't get it, you know, when they're the leader of the, the matriarch. Yes. Thank you. That's who my mother was. Yeah. Um, she's, I mean, she was connected to each of us individually. Yeah. Uh, but also as a whole, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. our mother was just our everything. And so to lose that yeah. was, oh, it was just, it was, it, it was more than I could handle. Um, and if I just wish that I knew these things beforehand, I think I would have done better for myself. Uh, because the crazy thing is that um, I didn't know how to handle it. And a year later, um, I'm still grieving over my mother's loss. My sister-in-law dies of a massive heart attack. Mm. And so it was just this endless spiral of not knowing what to do, how to handle it and now my husband that was his sister yeah it was such a big loss for us and unexpected so my mother died of cancer we somewhat prepared ourselves because you know we knew hospice was coming in we knew this was the end of it and so we were just waiting and we were seeing her be miserable the pain of cancer yeah i I don't even wish that upon on my enemies Mm -hmm. is is awful to have watched that and to be part of. And so we were kind of ready for her to like be in a better place. And we knew the only way she could be in a better place was her passing, you know, letting go and allowing that to take over because there was no other solution for that. You know, the cancer that ravaged her body, you know? And so, um, and so, you know, but for my sister-in-law, it was such an unexpected death. You know, it, it caught us by surprise. We were so in shock. Um, and so, um, you know, we, I, I, 
my husband did really well. I mean, he, you know, but my husband, see, everyone deals with death differently. Yeah. He held himself pretty, pretty well together. Um, and I gave him that space to mourn and to feel the things he needed to feel, but he, he handled it pretty well. Um, I didn't, I kept on. And what, what happened eventually after two years of dealing with these emotions of grief, I became physically sick. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. You know, girl, I mean, I physically sick, like no joke, rushed myself. Well, I went to the doctors and the doctor looked at me and she's like, you don't look good. Your stomach is huge. Hmm. And she's, you're not pregnant. You look like you're three months pregnant. And so she rushed me to the hospital and, uh, girl, my system was shutting down. I, I ended up uh, with, um, a dysfunctional gallbladder. I had severe gastritis. Um, and I had, uh, they diagnosed me with IBS. And so, mm -hmm. um, I went through this journey for years of healing my body. Yeah. But it all started with grieving and not knowing how to, to, to grieve. Um, and I, I know that sounds silly, right? Knowing how to grieve, because really when someone passes away, there's so many emotions, you don't know what to expect and, and to feel and to, to do. Um, but I feel like if I did know these stages and if I maybe read about some stuff and even maybe met with people that were grieving, um, I think I could have done better than what I did for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, cause there's support systems, there's groups that meet and, um, other people were trying to comfort me, but I was like, you don't know what I'm feeling. So please back away because you haven't lost your mother and not even knowing if they lost somebody. Right. I just knew that they had their parents. Right. And so for me, it was like, you didn't lose your mother. So you don't know what I am going through back away from me. Like I, I, like I remember walking away from somebody in the middle of them trying to comfort me. And I was like, I can't do this right now. You couldn't feel it. Yeah. No. And I walked away. And, maybe and that you was terrible. You weren't ready to be comforted. You wanted to sit no. in that space and mm -hmm. be alone. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think that, so what you're saying is had, if, if you, if, so maybe if you had heard of organizations or things that help grieving people beforehand that maybe angry you maybe would have remembered some of that maybe three months six months in mm -hmm. and not waited a year is that what you're thinking yeah I do I believe mm -hmm. that every like when I think about it like I, I just I didn't and I know everyone does it differently and they're in their own in their space but for me when I reevaluate that I feel like if I would have known like that there is stages of griefing yeah um that there is like things that you can read about and places that you can meet and 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 not just know about it but also be proactive yeah well allow people to you know allow not allow people but allow yourself to go to a place like that where you meet and be with other people that are grieving because they fully understand what you're going through you know, of course. And, and don't you think like the stages of grief happen for not just death, like job loss. Oh yeah. Breakup, yeah. you know, yeah. you're oh, yeah. with someone for 
a couple years or, you know, a couple months, like you feel yeah. connected and joined and, you know, there's a breakup and it feels like still grief. It feels like a death. It feels yeah. like a broken heart. And um, what are some other things? I just feel like we can all learn from that. Yeah. You know, and apply these principles to kind of our daily space because yeah. disappointment, heartbreak, you know, they're, they don't go away. So how, you know, can we use these tools to help us and how can we ask God to guide us to the right places and the right people to help us? It's, it's just, and it's hard because when you're in that moment, you know, it took me a bit to think like, like clearly. Because mm -hmm. I remember I could go to the supermarket. And so my mother was a phenomenal cook. Mm -hmm. Like she could have she opened her own restaurant. Anytime anybody would come over to visit and they ate, they were like, oh my gosh, I've never had anything like this before. Mm. So great at cooking. And so she cooked a lot with chicken. Girl, I remember I went to go buy chicken. And I'm looking at the chicken and I start bawling. And in, in the in the in the grocery and so in the grocery store. So it's like I, I it took me a bit to to think clearly, you know, um, I don't know my my I guess what I'm trying to say is that my encouragement is to. To try to with all your force and might that you can find and energy that you can find and clarity that you can find and strength that you can find um, to to be proactive in helping yourself to deal with grief uh, in a better way. Because mm -hmm. I know from my experience, I didn't do it right. And I know I know that sounds silly because it's like, okay, so what are you saying? There's a right and a wrong way? It's not that I do it in a wrong way. I did it the way I did it, but I'm telling you that the way I did it, I didn't have the knowledge and the wisdom, and I didn't have the clarity and the strength to to do what I should have done to learn about grief. I, because if I did that, then I would have not gotten sick physically. Yeah. That was dangerous. And yeah, that was dangerous because I got, I lost so much weight. People thought I was like on drugs. Like I, I was so skinny, everything I ate, I got sick and it took me into this 10 year journey of healing my body. Wow. I remember because we, we used to vacation us yeah. families Yes. And we would go from buffet to buffet to buffet, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the four of us. No. Yeah. And we would just eat all over town and like roll yeah. into the house and take naps and go to sleep. Yeah. And then when you were doing this, we met up to do yeah. Disney, I think. And yeah. Yeah. you were on broth. Yeah. And, and actually, <laughs> and even then, I still didn't understand it completely. I don't think you were had the words to tell me that yeah. this was because of the grieving that you have yeah. been through. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was just like you, you were saying that you had gotten ill and this is what's going to repair your body. And so, mm -hmm. wow. You know, just like yeah. the change that I, you know, had to see and like, we all adapted to, you know, make sure you were okay. And yeah. you coming out even through drinking broth and those, those days, you know, those are big steps too. Oh, and it was, it was terrible because it's like, here we are like, you know, trying to enjoy our moment together. And it's like, I'm on broth diet. It's like, what is this? And even then I was, I, yeah, you didn't I, know if you would keep it. Yeah. Oh no. I was physically like, I remember one night 
when we were staying there, I had to sleep sitting upright because I felt like I was having a heart attack. Oh my but God. it wasn't. It was severe indigestion, severe just like the acid reflux and the pressure that I was feeling in my chest. It felt like a heart attack, but I knew what it was because I already, I had already been seeing a, a gastro uh, doctor and, mm-hmm. you know, and so I knew what that felt like and what I needed to do, but it, it was awful. It was awful. And I, so I, I felt like I wish, and, and looking back, I realized where that brought me because I was such a healthy person. I was like, where's this coming from? Um, and, you know, talking to my doctor, she, she, you know, she made me realize she gave me a light bulb moment. She's like, you haven't taken care of yourself. You dealt with your mother's loss and then you dealt with your sister-in-law's loss and you have not taken care of yourself and now you are physically sick. And and so I was like, wow, that makes sense. That makes sense, you know, because I went from eating everything to like now I can't eat nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And so that was crazy. And so, you know, I just, I think about it and I just, I want to encourage anybody out there that's, that's dealing with, with whether you lose a loved one or even the stuff that we're dealing with now, right? Yeah. With COVID and people are getting sick and some people are dying. Some people are not, but people are, are, are their health is being affected. Um, but also with all the, with the racism and there's grief in there, there's pain there. Right. And yeah. so there's so much that people are dealing with right now emotionally. And so, my encouragement is to be a, acknowledge those emotions, mm-hmm. you know, look at them, feel, yes, feel them. Cause you are feeling them, mm-hmm. but acknowledge them, look at them and, you know, ask God uh, to help you in that journey, in that process, you know, cause I'll be honest with you during that time. I even feel like I disconnected from God too. Yeah. Because I was just so in my space of anger and I, I, like I want, I, I lived there for a bit. And I think a lot of that had to do with, because if I held on to that, I still felt my mother. It was weird. It's a weird thing that happens in your mind, girl. Wow. Like feeling that pain it made, it made her seem like she was alive. Wow. So letting go of that pain meant letting go of, of her. her. And I, I was not ready to do that. Gina, that's huge. And that explains why anger was comforting to you because you were still fighting for your mom. You were still fighting for her, you know, memory, her everything. And, um, oh. Isn't that wild? What what your sight does? Yes, I I see that. Yeah. And for some people it's anger, but for some people it's depression. Yeah. So people stay in that space because they're holding on to that loss that still makes them feel like connected to that. And so they feel like if I still hold on to this depression, then I'm, I'm still connected to that person or to that situation and I don't have to let go of it. It's still alive for me. Um, and so when, once I realized that, and it took me a bit, you know, I was able to go into a space of, you know, acceptance, which is the last part of grief. Hmm. You know, and, and it, it took me a bit to get there. It took me a couple of years mm-hmm. um, to get to that place. Um, but, you know, looking back, I realized, wow, if I, if I, if I, if I felt those feelings, but I acknowledged them, 
and talk to them, talk about them to someone professionally, because I waited too long uh, to speak to somebody, to even let somebody know how hurt I was. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we can help ourselves. We can help ourselves into a better place, you know, um, and especially just letting, like allowing God to, to, to heal us, to enter that space and to help us with that grief and those emotions. Um, because he wants to, you know, God wants the best for us. You know, we were, we were talking about, and I want to share the verse that we were talking about earlier, Psalm 147, three and five. Um, and he says, he heals the brokenhearted and he bandages their wounds. How great is our Lord. His power is absolute. His understanding is beyond comprehension. So even in the midst of our anger, our depression, when we're grieving or whatever emotion is that you're feeling, yeah. know that God's understanding is limitless. He understands us and he meets us where we're at, whether we're mad at him and frustrated with him. Guess what? He will still meet us there. Um, but we, we, we have to go to him and acknowledge him and say, God, help me because I am brokenhearted. And I don't know how to fix this. Mm -hmm. And I know you want to heal me. And I know you want to make it better. Um, I'm just angry right now. So help me with this. Help me get, get through this because I'm suffering, you know? And so God wants that. He wants that. He wants to do that. Um, it's just allowing him to enter that space uh, to heal us in our brokenness, you know? Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's, 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 it's a tough journey. Grief is hard and it, it looks different. And I know there's five to seven stages. You can go through all of them. You can go through some of them. You can stay longer in some, some, some of those spaces. Everybody is different, but I want you to know that God wants to heal you. Mm -hmm. He wants to bandage those wounds and he understands. He understands. Yes. Um, he understands because look what he did. He sacrificed his own son, Jesus, on the cross. Oh. And that was painful for him. Mm -hmm. um, but he went through that because he loves us so much. And he wants the best for us. And so know that. Um, you know, know that he is there and that he provides spaces for us to heal, whether that's a group setting or maybe a friend that you totally just can confide in and to express the way you're feeling. Um, there's things and resources out there to help us uh, to get through those grief and through those difficult times. And if any of you guys out there need, you know, need some extra help to find those resources, please, you know, reach yeah. out to us on, on our pages and uh, yeah. let us know. We can send you um, yeah. some information. Yes. Um, at least, you know, the steps. I know we all have access to computers and stuff, but sometimes it just is better to have someone just show it to even you. Even a stranger, but maybe you can trust now that you heard us for a time. You know, we just don't want anyone to be alone. And uh, I just, I just want to thank God for, for this, that I'm not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you guys out there aren't alone, alone either. So. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. Um, thanks for joining us today. And. Uh, yeah. 
we hope that this has been an encouragement to you and um, know that God loves you. He cares for you. Yes, and he does. He wants the best for you and he'll meet you yes, wherever he you are. So. And he wants to see you through these hard times. Yes. You got to look to him. It doesn't come yes. in a bottle, in a drug. It, no. No. It's through no. him that's really, you're going to find the healing. So yeah. um, anyways, I mm. hope you feel full of hope and some comfort yeah. and um cheers as we march on forward in this yeah. crazy life yeah yeah oh my goodness for sure <laughs> anyways we love you guys stay strong and until next time take care that's it for today until next time do love keep peace and be friendship you can find us on instagram at two truth make sure to click like subscribe and share with your crazy cousins this is supposed to end way better. <laughs> but you know what? I really don't care. That's just so you know.